We can't transmit because something else is already transmitting. Somewhere close, the signal's strong. Crane, how would What they kind even... of transmission is it? could be a cell phone, maybe a radio signal. Can we listen to it? Let me get the frequency first. Hold on. Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And this is the first of 16 back-to-back live Lost Podcasts. Yes. Wow. (laughs) And we're starting off great. All right. And first of all, you can... Where was I now? This episode is recorded. Did I say 16? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You say that part. Okay, this episode is recorded live in front of an internet audience. You can join us live every Friday night at 9.15 p.m. and be a part of this very show. (laughs) And Stephanie's going to laugh through the next line. For your information on how you can participate in this live show or any of our other live shows, go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com and click on the link titled GSPN (laughs) Live Shows. Did you want to say something there, Stephanie? Do you think that they get that it's live? Did I mention that it's live? Once or twice. Okay. Too I... many. <laughs> okay. In this show, we're going to be discussing Season 3, Episode 7, titled... Oh, not in Portland. <laughs> which is what kind of episode? <laughs> Stephanie, you are not following me here. Come on. It's um, it's a Juliet-centric episode. Very good. Uh, Stephanie, would you like to tell them about the format of our show? Or are you going to just laugh at everybody and everything they're saying in the chat room? Okay, format, 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 format. Oh, okay, first we're going to start off with character analysis. All right, and then we'll move on into discussion about the mysteries of the island, including Easter eggs. Oh, wait. (laughs) Stephanie, I was supposed to have me start that, and then you were reading the second. Well, I was the third. Should, you should read ahead. Okay, I'll do. I'll go ahead and do this one, and then you're up. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie and I have an agenda of topics to discuss already in place. <laughs> this is great. If you are dialed in by phone and would like to add to the discussion of the topic currently being talked about, simply hit the request to talk button at the top of your web client. We'll try to take as many of these requests as possible during the show. And if you are sitting next to an emergency <laughs> exit, please make sure that you're comfortable and you have reviewed all of the... If I'm going to read your script, I've got to have fun with it. <laughs> We will have listener a listener feedback section near the end of the show where you can request to talk about the, any of the topics that we fail to cover in the agenda. But we do want you to chime in if you want to add to the discussion we're currently talking about. Go ahead. Okay, we'll also have a news segment. And if you have a lost in the news item that you would like to share, please feel free to request to talk during that segment of the show. And in fact, if you're very bored during this show... You can check out halfway and go search from Lost in the News and bring it to that section because I don't have very much. Oh. Okay. And Stephanie? Oh. Last line. (laughs) Come on. I am very excited about tonight's show. Oh, wait. I am very excited about tonight's live show. So let's get started with our character analysis. Lost character analysis. Oh man, this is great! All right, I have a. I, to start off the character analysis, I have to play 
uh, a clip that has has kind of gotten me in some hot water. And uh, let me go ahead. Actually, let me talk about. Let me go ahead and play a thing that that describes the hot water that I'm in. So here's a call that just recently came in. Hello, folks. This is Dave. I'm calling from Illinois. Uh, after just listening to your brief recap of the uh, first Lost episode of the second half of the season on Wednesday night, you had mentioned uh, that we were revealed, or it was revealed to us, that uh, Alex was Ben's daughter. And I guess I had understood that he had just been lying to her, telling her that he was uh, her father, when in reality they had just kidnapped her after Rousseau, their ship had wrecked and everything. Um, I didn't know if we had any other hints or clues or information that led to the fact that he was her real father. I just assumed that he had lied and was saying, I am your father, because uh, they had had her from the past since the shipwrecked. So uh, keep up the good work, and we'll be looking forward to your live cast on Friday evening. Let's go. Not you, Alex. We're staying. Why? You both know your father, and the only way he'll let Carl live is if you're here when he wakes up. All right, so there it is. The infamous Ben is her father clip. And in our initial reaction podcast, Stephanie, okay. I happened to blurt out the statement. So we found out in this episode, or that it's finally revealed, that Ben is Alex's father. Correct, that's what you said. That is exactly what I said. And this guy is disagreeing with you, correct? Not Dave? necessarily. He wants to know, is there more information that he's not aware of or that he's not privy to? Did I pick up on some additional information that clarifies that? Now, some other folks in the fan- in the Phantom, in the forum, some other folks in the forum also uh, questioned my statement, saying, you know, it's not. we don't know that for certain. That's not been revealed. However, um, this goes back to a discussion that you and I had uh, when we went back and looked at some of the early season two episodes, or no, season one episodes. Remember, we talked about uh, Michael having the uh, the right, right to tell Correct. to tell Walt who he could and couldn't be around and stuff like that because he was his father. And you said he's not his father; he's just his dad. And 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 so I, I know that there are some individuals that are very other way around. I'm sorry. I said it the other way around. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. But anyway, the situation is there are a lot of people out there that are very um, conservative in the way that they use those terms, biological father and father and, and things like that. Now, I come from a divorced family where I have two fathers. I have a, I have a real father, my biological dad, and I have a stepdad, and... And I have two moms. And you have two moms. And I call both of my fathers father, and I call them both dad. And one's my biological, donated the sperm and everything, dad. And the other one is like, uh, you know, I would have if I could have, you know? <laughs> That's great. You I'm like so going to tell him that. You can tell him. You can play him a clip. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> well, you know it's true because they eventually got married and had other right, kids. So right. no, I'm just thinking about at dinner tonight when they're like, the, our waiter asks, "Do you have any good, big plans this weekend?" And they're both like, uh, "No." I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> Cliff's sister's getting married this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephanie, you should not have spilled I'm those sorry, beans. That was funny. Anyway, <laughs> it was really funny until Jessica actually tunes in for the first time oh, and listens to this. Does she watch Law? She's not going to tune in. No, she won't. So anyway, back. I, I get what you're saying, but here's my question: Even if Ben is not her, more like my statement because it's not re- really a question. I'm not really asking for other people's input. I'm just saying it. Okay. 
even if Ben is not her biological father, he has been raising her since he kidnapped her from Danielle. Right. Which is what we assume. Uh-huh. It'd still make him her dad. Yep. He would still be more a dad than Michael would because he's been present since the beginning. Okay. I, I, I will go along with that statement. Okay. There there are there are a couple possibilities and I think my statement no, I, I really, to be honest with you, I don't know what my intended state me, statement originally meant because I toss around the term dad, father, biological dad, stepdad, right. adopted dad, whatever. I throw all of those things. Those are all one term for me. And Shand, I'm going to get to you in just a moment. Remind me to get to Shand because he wants to say something about this. Okay. But But here's the situation. I believe that all statements are possible here. One is that... Uh, that, is that what that little blue thing next to his? Yes, that means okay. he, that means he wants I'm to talk. I'm like, how do you know that he wants to talk? Exactly. Okay. So if you see that little blue bubble, gotcha. uh, let me know just in case I go on some kind of rampage of talking. Imagine that. Yeah, that might happen. So here's the situation. There are a couple of scenarios here. One is that Ben, uh, you know, and the others took Alex away from Rousseau. Quit looking at the chat window and laughing at everything they say. Okay. Ben and the others took Alex away from Danielle after she had given birth and had since raised her as his daughter. Yes. That would make Ben her father. Yes. That would have been revealing by Juliet's statement that would have revealed that Ben is her father in that scenario. Here's another situation. Okay. Okay. The other scenario is that you, I'm going to turn your (laughs) monitor off. You guys leave her alone. He's not reading from the script. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> that is not on here. Okay, so, and here's the other situation, okay? Let's just say Rousseau and Ben are married. Mm. That he, uh, that she mm. lied about her husband's name, lied about that situation. And Danielle, lie, never. Well, who knows? And so... I and, meant that sarcastic. Okay. And, <laughs> and perhaps uh, Ben and Rousseau got into a very bad argument and they split the others and there's some exiled her to live like a savage on the other island there are her and some other there are her and some other others on the other island and ben and his others are on the alcatraz island i have a headache (laughs) and there was a custody battle and it was decided by the judicial others that ben would have full custody over on the alcatraz island and she only had rights to visit every so often let's see what shan has to say i think that's that's a good but and what but in any case either one it was revealed that ben was her father absolutely okay and uh let's see here shan you're on and what do you have to add to this conversation well is it possible that this could be some sort of post-traumatic stress that she has been put through to think that he's her father or she's just come to know him as her, as her father after he kidnapped her and did whatever he did. Okay. St. Louis is having the same problem. I got gotcha. you. And so that that I see where he's coming from, but I, I, I honestly believe by the way that Juliet uh, addressed the situation saying, you know, we both know your father and he's not going to let Carl live unless you stay here. Now, Joe, Joe, or yeah, Joe Spiv wants to add to the conversation. Joe, what do you got? Oh, uh, you can call me Josh, actually. Josh, go ahead. But um, but uh, no, I think that she was um, that Axe was captured, like Danielle said, and she may not even know that Danielle exists. Right, because um, she, was... she was taken when she was a baby, and Absolutely. she was raised thinking that Ben is her father. Right. Because you know, 
So that's what I think. Okay, very well, good. I mean, absolutely. Even if she was taken as, you know, like a toddler, like if something was to happen to to you or I right now, chances are McKenna's not going to remember us in ten years. McKenna, twenty two months old. I would say fairly, very likely. They're they're not going to be. I mean, I don't remember. I remember one traumatic event from that time in my life, but other than that, I I have no memories of being that small. Mm-hmm. Chances are that she's Alex, not going to remember right, her mom right. herself. Absolutely, but Correct. still, it, it's still t- it's still <laughs> obvious to me that that what Juliet said to her in the boat scene that it it was revealed that that Ben is her father. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, Sawyer says, "Didn't see that one coming." Okay, and then Tony from Columbus. Tony, what do you want to add to the conversation? Uh, I'm not sure if I misheard. Uh, that uh, it was said that Ben was the father, but I'm thinking that the person that they said is the father could be uh, somebody that's above Ben. Uh, yeah, let me, let me go back and play the clip one more time. I think it's pretty clear uh, that they're talking about Ben and he's the father. Let's go. Not you, Alex. I'm staying. Why? We both know your father. The only way he'll let Carl live is if you're here when he wakes up. I can see where Tony's coming from. But that, but, but we're, we're that st- statement that Juliet says Pat um, matched up with the Ben getting ready to go over, under asking his Alex asked for me. That asked about very me. good. Those two put together say that Juliet is talking about Ben being. I would I would Alex agree with father. you. We're going to take one more caller uh, regarding this, and then we're going to move on to the next uh, to- topic. Fred, go ahead. What do you got? Hi, folks. How are you? Excellent. Um, basically, uh, I was going to bring this up at some point, but one of my pet peeves, maybe I'm rushing things along again, but uh, one of my pet peeves of the episode was, here we have Jack and Kate talking to Alex. Did they never hear her name? I mean, I guess they did in, in the hunting party episode right and uh, why didn't they mention at that point hey we know this french woman in the jungle and we think she might be your mom they i don't think they ever did they ever know that well yeah because alex brought kate out yeah i i agree with you there is <laughs> so there, know her, there is some girl. there are some things that perhaps people should be saying and communicating and i agree that that is a pet peeve of a whole lot of people including myself but i've come eventually i i've come to just accept that these days and i just move forward i'm just glad they're not sitting there asking the question who kate's gonna choose now um the next topic for discussion here is juliet's sister rachel now i i sit there and i assume just by the situation that it appears to me and i just assumed that rachel the sister is recovering from cancer, and I think, and I think that because it looks as if she's lost her hair, and I would associate that with radiation treatments. And now she wants a baby. Now I've looked at the forums out there, and there is a lot of discussion happening around this. And some people say, why would somebody who has cancer or being recovering from cancer, why would they want to go and have a baby right away? Uh, aren't don't aren't they aware that she would probably likely die giving birth? That is very important to remember. And then uh, because I want to uh, give you guys an account of Rachel, a biblical account of Rachel from the Bible. And uh, here, here's... Courteous of... 
me. Courteous, <laughs> courteous of my wife, Stephanie, and some guy named God. <laughs> I brought it to your attention. You did. God did not audibly speak to you and say, hey, this might match up. <laughs> How do you know God did not audibly speak to me? Because I think you would have mentioned it. Okay. Good point. All right. Stephanie, actually, why don't you go ahead and read the biblical account of Rachel? Okay. Rachel was the younger daughter of, is it Laban? Laban. Laban. That's right. You're right. Okay. Jacob's uncle. Wait a second. Hold on a second. What? So. Rachel. Hold on. And Jacob. So Juliet is Rachel's sister. Yes. Okay. And Rachel is her name. And Rachel was the younger daughter of Laban, Laban. who happened to be Jacob's uncle. uncle. And there happens to be a guy on Lost that's been mentioned, and his name is Jacob, Jacob, and he made a list. Right. Hmm, Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. So anyway, uh, Rachel, younger daughter of Laban, Jacob's uncle. Jacob wanted to marry Rachel. Because she was hot. And Laban promised her hand if Jacob would work, well, because he was in love with her. And Uh, she was hot. He was physically attracted to her. Okay. Laban promised her hand if Jacob would work for him for seven years. After seven years, Laban slipped Rachel's sister Leah into Jacob's tent in place of Rachel. What a jerk. No doubt. So when um, Jacob awoke and, you know, obviously already consummated the marriage and found himself married to Leah instead of Rachel, he had to work for seven more years Um, To earn Rachel's hand in marriage. Rachel was Jacob's favorite wife. Because she was hot. Because he loved her. (laughs) And she was hot. At first, how do you know she was hot? Have you seen her? (laughs) Have you not seen the Turner movie classic version of this story? She was hot. Okay, there's no picture (laughs) left behind of Rachel. It's just some actress who could play her really well. Okay, so at first... So anyway, at first she had trouble bearing a child. Now... (gasps) Wait a second. Okay, listen. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 are you saying at first Rachel had trouble bearing children? Um, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because for some reason that sticks out in my mind as something that's like just that reminds <laughs> me of something, but I'm not quite sure what it is. But go ahead and I'll, it'll maybe come to me. Oh, goodness. Good one, Josh. That's a good one. What'd Josh say? Okay. So Rachel has trouble um, bearing children, which I'm going to agree with this. I don't know where you got this little synopsis here. But Rachel was a barren woman. She didn't have trouble having children. She could have no children. Okay. Okay. Um, so she gave Jacob her handmaiden and they conceived a child, concubine thing. Don't understand biblical marriage. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the whole concubine. Anyway, concubine had a baby, gave him a son, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Later, Rachel bore two children, Joseph. Yeah. And Benjamin. <gasps> Did you say Benjamin? I said Benjamin. Oh, okay. Because that reminds me of some guy named Ben. But okay. go ahead. Um, and those two became Jacob's favorite sons. Ah. And um, Rachel died while giving birth to Benjamin. <gasps> Whoa. Wait a second. You're and telling I could have read that much faster if Cliff would stop You me. mean to tell me that, that Rachel, a girl who had trouble having children, all of a sudden became pregnant and she died while giving birth. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, 
Anybody want to comment on that? We have about 10 seconds before we move. Yes, Abraham's wow. wife couldn't have children. Yes, that was Sarah. Okay, so I don't see any requests to talk. We're going to move right on to the next clip that I have play to play for us here. And here it is. I'm Tom, by the way. Okay, so that is vastly different from the first time that Jack met him. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I I remember when we first met Tom, or the Sea Billy, or Zeke, or Mr. Friendly, as the credits called him. And I really liked this guy. I, I mean, he was like, hey, do you ever walk into a man's house and take your shoes off, don't you? You know, do you put your feet up on the table? I mean, it, I mean, <laughs> he did your whole he did your whole dad thing, okay. you know. Oh, yeah. And and I mean he was he was a he was a he was he was in charge he was he was a force to be reckoned with he he shot Sawyer's ear with you know from across the the way and 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 just nailed it I mean this guy was amazing and he was he was in charge and you thought oh my gosh this is the man you know and all of a sudden now we have Tom and you take the you take the fake beard away and you take the Man the voice away and and <laughs> and now you have Tom. I shouldn't do that. You have and, and you know what? I you, I liked I liked Zeke uh, mm-hmm. as he was called by Sawyer. Uh well, that that was his I guess character that he played on the island. But I actually like Tom too. I'm torn. I don't know if I like I don't like know if I like mean Tom dressed up and being all bad. Or if I like sweet, innocent Tom more. You know what? You can like them both because they're the same person. Yeah, I miss the I miss the tough Tom, but I like I like the good-hearted Tom. You just you like Tom, but you like that he's a really good actor too. I mean, yeah, it, it, he's the same person. Okay, very cool. Well, moving so, on. To, I'm yeah, sorry. That, no. That's pretty much all I want to bring up. I, I just thought that was a neat character analysis kind of thing to bring out right. that that Tom is a man of many. Many colors. That that didn't sound right. But anyway, that's Joseph. <laughs> that was his coat. With its coat. That's All right. So let's talk about the boat scene similarities let's between not the couples. Pretend that we did. Well, the thing is, is we have this whole character analysis thing. Okay. Okay. And there was very little character analysis. And once if we get through we this, to. we can get through the good stuff. To right. the good stuff. Okay. Okay. Now this was posted on the fuselage by somebody called Losty nine seven two one zero. Okay, and the first 97,209 losties were already taken, and so therefore, that's why she had to go with that name, I guess. Anyway, here's the situation. She came to the realization that there seemingly were some similarities between the relationships of Sawyer and Kate and um, Carl and Alex. Okay. All right, and Stephanie, why don't you go ahead and uh, read what she wrote are the relations, you know, the tie-ins between Kate and Alex. Okay. Um, They both have daddies they hate. Um, Both are in love with some guy who has been held captive by the others. And I believe that that's Jack. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Both are trying to save... I mean, Kate is Jack. Obviously, Alex is Carl, but go ahead. 
Uh, both are trying to save their man at the risk of their own lives. Yep, and I believe she's trying to save Jack by getting her and Sawyer off the island. I, that, that's the way I'm going right. to take that. And um, <laughs> Losty97210 also says that both have mothers that aren't there to help them. Okay. And I agree. I disagree with that. Okay, explain why you disagree. I disagree with that because I will say that in in Kate's case... Knowing what we know from her backstories about her mom, I would say that, okay, maybe Kate's mom is in a place where she wouldn't help her. Right. But you have to remember that she is in an abusive relationship and it's the whole protecting your abuser, you know, all that nasty right. mojo that goes on in there the one thing i will but i will say that for alex i disagree with that because i think that if russo knew where to find alex and i mean obviously she's walking around looking for her on the same island and she's not alex isn't even on that island yeah the one thing i will say though is as it was posted on the fuselage it says both have mothers that aren't there to help them not that won't help them it says just they're just not there to help them and that's true. Rousseau is not there for Alex. And Okay, well I guess I took it a different way. No, I understand because... what you're saying. I think you have a valid point. I okay. think that I think that that's good to talk about or to bring up to, but Because but, Kate's mother was there and didn't help her. Right. And as a result, she blew her father up and Yeah, and she wasn't there to help her. She wasn't there I, to help her. I, I think you make a very valid point and I think it's it's duly noted, but I don't think that Losty was wrong. I her fact, her point was regardless. I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm saying okay. I don't agree. Uh, okay, I will. I I'll agree then that, that we'll move along for Sawyer and Carl. I, I I agree with your point. Okay, but I also I I can see where Losty nine seven two one zero was coming from. Mm-hmm. That regardless of why the mothers weren't there, they weren't there. Okay. Okay. Maybe they were there, but they weren't there to help. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sawyer and Carl. Carl. Now, I, I think she m- went too far of a stretch here, but okay. go ahead and read those. Okay. Um, both were tortured by the others for no obvious reasons. I already disagree. I mean, Carl is dating the boss's daughter. I Hello? think there's some obvious reasons. There's some obvious reasons. If, that I'm, if I'm Ben's dad. <laughs> you mean Alex. Or Alex's I mean, dad. We, I'm we having We have issues. two daughters. You know, we're going to have some torture issues in the future. <laughs> Amen, sister. Um, both are being rescued by their tough, strong women. Yeah, I don't see... I don't, Sawyer doesn't have a sh- tough, strong woman. He just has a one-night stand. Anyway, okay, moving I, right along. Okay. Um, we don't know enough about Carl to His find second more... within a week, by the way. What? Or within Pretty two much. weeks. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, this guy gets around. He, he, yeah. Look, look out Nike and and, yeah. and Sun and... Lock your women up. Sawyer's in town. <laughs> New sheriff in town. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, move, moving right along. Couldn't help myself. Um, okay, we don't know enough about Carl to find more um, parallels, but I think, but I think there are. They are there. Okay, got it. Okay, Sorry. that's good enough. Let's move right along. I, I, Very good because we, I'm I'm tired of it, the character analysis. Yeah. I am character wiped out. Okay, Be, we're if you have more character analysis stuff that you want to bring up, those of you who are listener feedback in, in listener feedback, you'll have an opportunity. But let's go do some fun stuff. 
We're lost on an island, running from boars and monsters, freaking polar bears. I've looked into the freaking eye polar bears, island, by the way. And what I saw was what Echo says. Lost, exploring the mystery. Do you think? Do you think we'll get a special feature on the season three DVDs where Echo has this thing? It's like these freaking polar bears. Echo. Yeah. When he's he was, dead, he can't say freaking polar bears. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that was horrible. Okay, exploring the mystery. Now, Stephanie, I'm going to give you... Now, have you, you've just glanced over this. I'm going to allow you to read this. Uh, this was found by... Or do you want me to read it? No, I'll, I'll read it. My voice is just getting No, I'll read nerves. it. Let me read it. This is from Moonlight Serenade from thefuselage.com. Uh, this is regarding the opening beach scene and Rachel's window scene. Okay, she says they don't match. And uh, I invite anybody who wants to to chime in. Uh, in the opening scene of this episode, Juliet is sitting on a beach. And she's holding in her hand on the beach. She's holding that little satchel with the, with the needle and stuff. She's obviously... Uh, you know, on on some beach, and there is no view of anything out there. I mean, it's just all ocean view. Okay. However, what? And so there's nothing. No. Okay, nothing but ocean view in her sight. Then we see her walking down a hall, past Ethan, into a room where with her sister. She gives her sister an injection in the belly, much like Ethan was doing to Claire, if you remember when he kidnapped her. Juliet then opens the blinds for her sister, and there it is, Miami's skyline. A big, huge bridge, and conveniently, an oceanic airplane going by rather closely and very low. Uh, Quite a different view than what Juliet had sitting just on the opposite, you know, just over there on the beach. Is Juliet, okay, and this is the question that that, um, Moonlight Serenade poses. Is Juliet on the island already in this scene with Rachel on the island also? If you notice, when Juliet is walking down the hall and sees Ethan, it looks exactly like the hatch Claire was held in, noting the blinking lights up up above and the gloomy-looking hallway in general. I also believe the scene from my scene of Miami. Uh, that Rachel was shown was a fake and that Juliet was relaxing on the island, not in Miami. Okay, so that's pretty much what what Moonlight Serenade has. I want to say that I, I disagree. This was definitely not um, on the island because it does not fit the timeline. The timeline, and Stephanie, you want why don't you bring up your point of what we've noticed in flashbacks in the past of Lost? Okay, um... In each particular episode, the flashbacks have appeared to go in chronological order. Yes. With, from, within a certain flashback with, that's episode. That's what I'm saying. Within an episode, the flashbacks <clears throat> are telling a story. And yes. you can't tell a story out of sequence. Well, you can. You can, but... It's called Memento, but... But they haven't done that as They haven't yet. done that yet, and I don't think that this was a president-sending event. I don't either. Okay. So, based on, based on the fact that they haven't taken... They haven't taken an episode of flashbacks out of chronological order. And that when she's with the recruiter in the, the, the ME's office, he says to her, well, you have to be back in six months for your sister to give birth. Right. He can't take her away 
and bring her back if she's already there. Yeah, uh, and she hasn't been recruited yet. I, 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 I honestly, I think that's great. And 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 here's here's my answer as to the inconsistency of the two different views. First of all, you can be on the beach and have a clear view of all ocean stuff and be even maybe several blocks away from the place the hotel or the facility um, the hotel the facility where your sister is being held to for you know is being stationed at or whatever she's there um obviously dharma or whoever they have they have some problem with light bulbs or whatever they need to and they they should <laughs> probably have somebody come in and redecorate the way they do things but i i believe that uh, it's not as if Juliet walks off the beach and walks into exactly. This. There's she. There was probably a travel time. She probably was out there. She's looking at this man. Do I want to? Did she sign to- in? Is that when we get the first glimpse yes. of the card? No, 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 no. The glimpse of the card that comes is later. later when she goes okay. to get more and more, more of the serum. Okay. The, there. My my thought is number one. There was probably a travel time, and number two is. Another one of the shows that I really like is CSI Miami. Uh-huh. And there are very clear shots when they are on the beach looking out at the ocean and that's <clears> all you see and you turn around and you see nothing but city. Yeah, you know? that's possible and too. So it, it it's very possible that 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 can happen. Um very good. She, I mean, she had a good theory, though. Yeah, I I think she had an excellent fear, theory, and I, hate I to agree with her. Well, I, I think it, <laughs> I think it's, I think she has a point that it seemingly was inconsistent, but I don't think that it was. Mm-hmm. This is based in Oregon. We're just outside of Portland. Uh, <laughs> uh, these shots might seem a little cheeseball, but our people really are this happy. Now, why? Because we're privately funded. Privately funded means freedom. We organize trips every week in and around the Portland area, which is just awesome for hiking and biking and river running. Look, when you, your company reached out to me, I was flattered, but I don't really know why you would want me. Is it true that you successfully impregnated a male field mouse? I didn't carry the term. Mind if I ask you something? Sure. What do you see? Well, it's a human womb, obviously. Judging from the decomposition of the endometrium, I would say that the woman was somewhere in her 70s. Actually, she's 26. What happened to her? What if I told you that you could have complete freedom and money to find out? (sighs) We think you're special, Dr. Burke. And we want you to lead a team of highly trained people because we think you're just that good. Okay, we think you're just that good. Now, this the I'm going to call this little discussion topic here the old woman womb in the body of a 26-year-old. Okay. Okay. First of all, I'm thinking, why, what is the importance of this thing? I mean, what is the significance of this? And, and then as I watch the rest of the episode and start looking at some of the things that I read in the forums out there, it starts to make a little bit more sense, and it reminds me of the Jack and Kate um, episode where they find uh, Adam and Eve, and then there was a lot of discussion about time, uh, anomalies, and, and stuff like that. 
And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read from you a question and an answer, uh, which was an interview with Carlton Cuse, okay, who is one of the producers of the show. The question was this. What is the meaning or significance of the two skeletons that Jack and Kate found in the cave of season one? This is Cuse's response. Why don't you go ahead and read that? Okay. The answer to that question goes to the nature of the timeline of the island. We don't want to say too much about it. Imagine that. But there are a couple Easter eggs embedded in the February 7th episode one of which is an anagram that actually sheds some light on the skeletons and hints at a larger mythological mystery that will start to unfold later in the season. All right. Now, for those of you who are not aware of this, um, and and trust me, I'm not trying to degrade anybody's intelligence here because when I first started watching Lost, I I had heard anagrams and I knew it was one of those things. But but an anagram is basically a a mix-up of letters. It's a, word they're, they're, it's a word scramble. And so the, he said that if you look at the February 7th episode, there is going to be an, a couple Easter eggs, and one of them is going to be an, an anagram. Now, the anagram was very easily found, and it is Middleos Bioscience. Okay? Middleos Bioscience. The actual anagram, though, is just Middleos. M I T T E L O S. If you unscramble that... It's lost time. Exactly. Lost time. Okay. And then there is another Easter egg uh, that is hinting something to do with lost time. And that is a book that Ando was reading. Now, Aldo. What Isn't is it? it? Aldo? Isn't it Aldo? Aldo? Yeah, I think you might have been. Okay. Yeah, you're right, because I was, I was saying to myself, where's Waldo? I mean, right. Aldo. Uh, so, anyway, go ahead. Steph, you want to read that? Oh, or? I'm reading that. I can read it if you want me to. Okay, now I can read it. Go ahead. Um, Stephen Hawking, one of the most brilliant... Um, theoretical. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> theoretical. <laughs> Physicists. I'm working on it. Physicists <laughs> in history wrote the modern classic, A Brief History of Time, to help non-scientists understand the questions being answered by scientists today. Or asked. What did I say? Answered. Oh, uh, whatever. They're trying to answer it. They're trying to answer it. But go ahead. Okay. Um, I shouldn't have to read after 10 o'clock. Oh, would would you like me to read it? No, I'll read it. All right. Um, where did the universe come from? How and why did it begin? Why will it come to an end? And if so, how? Hawking attempts to reveal these questions and where we're looking for answers using a minimum of a minimum of technical jargon. This little synopsis has too much technical <laughs> jargon. It does. Um, among the topics gracefully covered are gravity, black holes, the Big Bang, the nature of time, and... Physicists search. <laughs> for a grand unifying theory. This is deep science. These concepts are so vast or so tiny as to... Um, as to cause vertigo while reading, and one can't help but marvel at Hawking's ability to um, synthesize these difficult subjects, difficult subjects for people not used to thinking about things like alternate dimensions. The journey is certainly worth taking 
For as Hawking says, the reward of understanding the universe may be a glimpse of the mind of God. Okay, so thank you very so much. So I know that I'm not going to read that book because <laughs> if I can't read, I this bet you little... the book is probably easier to read than the synopsis. <laughs> and and obviously, not reading it out loud for the very first time, I, I, you did wonderful. Thanks. Okay, so silver. If and... I knew I was going to read it, I would have practiced. I know, and and I apologize for just throwing that out there to you. Yeah. Now on the fuselage, I found another post where there was a guy named. Uh, he goes by Silver Answer from the fuselage, and he wrote this about Aldo. The young guy guarding Carl. He's oh, can I say a question about, or a, a, a thought about that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, it says that he's guarding Carl, mm-hmm. um, but I think he's obviously there to guard more people than just Carl. You think? Because when they ask where Carl is, he says that he's in room 23. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know, it just led me to believe there are people in different rooms. Maybe and, that there are children in other rooms right. being... Gotcha. Brainwashed, you know, since they stole a bunch of kids. <clears throat> Very cool. Well, anyway, um, this guy, and I already forgot his name because he was on the other page, um, Silver Answer, says, I looked up the name Aldo on Oxygen.com slash Baby Namer, <laughs> and I got this. It says, it is a boy's name used in Italian and Spanish. It corresponds to the English name Aldus. And he says, so I looked up the meaning of Aldus, and it is this. The boy's name is in, and this is in quotes, this the this boy's name is used in English. Its source is ald, in a, an ancient Germanic word meaning old. So Aldo, while he looked and appeared very young, could have been very old. And while this woman who has a womb that is 70 years old because she is actually 70 years old would still appear and on island time still be 26 years old. Hmm. So clearly the others are having age slash time issues on the island. And uh, my guess is that premature aging could explain, you know, this whole situation. And I just figured that that would be something that I definitely wanted to uh, bring in here for everybody to to listen to. All right, so that brings me to uh, the other topic. I'll just mention that in the show notes there will be scenes uh, from Room Twenty Three. And Stephanie, I'll go ahead and bring these up if you don't mind, and you can tell us what you see in these screens. It'll just take me to go to one second to okay. go to generally speaking Click on the weekly lost podcast show and voila episode number 74 show notes and waiting uh never mind i'm wrong that's actually going to be that's actually in the it's in the forum. forum so anyway there there are some things there in fact does anybody out there know right away uh what those screens were um if anybody wants to request the talk, I'll give you the opportunity. Otherwise, I am going to sit here and pull up my actual. Well, link I know to it. two of the flashes said um, said like take a look at it, your life or examine your life or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, slightly, yes. Slightly, yes. Well, anyway, those two. Not necessarily just those two frames, but those frames caught Sawyer's attention, and he was just as mesmerized by that 
as Carl was at the time. Okay, for everybody who is in the chat client, which there are a ton of people in the chat client right now, I want to let you know that there is a chat bubble. I just clicked a or just pasted a link. If you click highlight your mouse over top of the chat bubble, right click and click copy and then open up a browser, that will take you directly to the screenshot so that you can actually view these with us. And now, Stephanie, I will okay. apologize to you for not having this in advance. And okay. here's the first one. Everything changes. Okay. And, and it has a picture that, of a, a wood-burning stove. Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay, that was my guess, a wood-burning stove. Okay. And then the next one says... Plant a good seed and you will joyfully gather fruit. Okay. And the next one is... God loves you as he loved Jacob. Who? Jacob. Jacob. You mean the same guy's name that we heard and the guy in the Bible, and this is obviously not referring to the guy on the island, unless they're trying to tell us on Lost that the biblical Jacob is somehow still alive because of a time anomaly (laughs) and God has brought him to this as a promised land? No. no. That's That's a little far-fetched. Yeah, that's a little stupid theory. Anyway, uh, what's the next one? We are the causes of our own suffering. Hmm. Sounds like some philosophy major stuff going on there. Think about your life. Now, these are the ones where you really see Sawyer staring at the screen and the flashing Absolutely. Think about your life. And there's some stuff that's behind the one that says your life. Uh-huh. Kind of looks like a bunch of pictures of hands or... Yeah, and I... and, and I don't know. It's, it's nifty stuff. But anyway, I thought that those were, were very interesting. And I knew that there would be a lot of people doing screen captures. And, and by the way, I need to sit, go up here and find out who posted this. Hold on. I want... Oh, Edith Baker. That was Edith. I, yeah. Edith, we, we appreciate the fact that you posted those screen captures. Uh, just if, in case you have not, you're not aware of this, the Generally Speaking Podcast Network has a listener forum. And if you're not registered to, for the listener forum, you need to go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com, click on the GSPN Lost Forum, and register. Because uh, if you think that Cliff and Stephanie are just amazing and we know so much about Lost and Whatever. we're blowing you away, <laughs> listen, we're totally stealing everything that we read on the forum and just coming here and acting like we know stuff. So uh, that that's all I have to say about that. Yes, and um, Fernie is pointing out that they also showed the picture of, um, of um, who did you tell me that they showed a picture of, and I missed it in the flashes on the screen. I don't remember. Oh yes, absolutely. Thank it? you, Fernie. Uh, yeah, uh, so I saw Gerald it. Gerald Groot. Yes, Gerald Groot. As they were walking out. You saw the same, I mean, matter of fact, it wasn't just the picture of him. It was the same exact picture, which was taken directly from the orientation film. Okay. And it was the one where Gerald DeGroote has those funny uh, looking, uh, right. he's looking into, uh, anyway, yeah, it's directly from the the orientation film. And uh, actually, let's see here. Uh, yeah. Okay. So thank you very much, Fernie, for, for capturing that, capturing that, and uh does anybody else want to comment on that before we move forward? Because now I have some really, uh, I have a couple more interesting things that we're going to do uh, before we move on from the whole. Yeah, well, actually, we're just going to move on. Okay. okay. So, what am I supposed to play next, Stephanie? Tell me on the um, on the list. N- next is the um, hit by a bus. Hit by a bus. Okay, so here we go. I can't. Why can't you? 
My ex-husband wouldn't let me. I... He wouldn't want you to have this opportunity? No, he doesn't want me to have anything. He would never give the okay. It, it's, Maybe uh... we could reach out to him on your behalf. Don't bother. Must be something that he would respond to. You were hit by a bus. How about that? That would work. Is it true? Is what true? What you said. Did Juliet really ask you to kill him? Yeah. And in about 40 minutes, she's going to get her wish. Hey. That's not helping anything. Now, could somebody please get Juliet? to speak to Juliet alone, please, Jack. No. No, I'm sorry. Please, I'm asking you. One gentleman to another. Won't hurt you to give me three minutes, will it? Knowing I have only 27 left. What did he say? I'm sorry? Ben. What did he say that made you want to save his life? It doesn't really matter what he said. It matters to me. After everything that I have been put through, you owe me an answer. I want to know what he said. Why are you here, Mr. Albert? Look, uh, I know the timing is horrible, but we came because we're that serious about getting you to come work with us. I've been on this island for three years, Jack. Three years, two months, and 28 days. He said that if I... Let him live. And I helped you. That he would finally let me go home. Okay, so that was uh, several clips there played back to back. The first one was uh, Juliet revealing, you know, I can't go, my ex-husband won't let me. Uh, you know, is there, there's got to be something he would respond to. Yeah, if he was hit by a bus, that might work. <laughs> I like that. Then Ben wakes up, asks for three minutes alone with Juliet. Three now, minutes again. I, well, it, the thing is, is I, I saw that on the forum, and there, matter of fact, it's not just on our forum. There's a lot of people talking about three minutes on the on the fuselage as well. I really don't see any in any significance in the fact that he asked for three minutes and that there was an episode titled Three Minutes and that was the and that I'm sorry it's okay and that it was uh, exactly the amount of time uh, that Walt was allowed to speak to Michael or vice versa. Um, now, if anybody else disagrees with me and you want to point out why there was such a significance of three minutes and how that that plays into something more than I need to. Than, than I'm actually giving it credit for, then go ahead and hit the request to talk 
uh, button. Otherwise, I'm going to move on to the next clip and discussion about well, it. Can I just say how absolutely, well, no, never mind. I said that on Wednesday night. How absolutely funny that it was that I knew that bus crash was, I knew that was coming. It was so blatantly obvious in your face that it was coming. Mm-hmm. And and I still jumped. Yeah, in fact. Off the couch, out of my seat, you, I jumped. You did. You were like three inches outside of your skin. It was funny. <laughs> um, but I didn't th- jump that bad. <laughs> the thing is, is that I read that from a lot of people in our forum. They're, they're, it happened so fast. It, well, the just thing, so fast. Just it the was... way they filmed it is how they, one, put, one person. Uh, Thank did you, it, Rachel. They, they did it just <laughs> wonderful. And um, anyway, so here's the, here's the next thing. Nobody's requesting to talk about the three minutes, so obviously they don't think it's important either. Okay. So we'll move right along. What did he say? Uh, that's what Jack wants to know. Now, here's the point. They made it absolutely clear that they it, it, it was too obvious. They want you to look at his lips. In fact, I I, I would almost say that... If if the producers or writers of the show could have or would have wanted to do it, they could have actually put subtitles on the screen. Please read lips here. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what they wanted us to do. Right. And so on the fuselage.com, there was a for a, a post out there, and they said, "Please, do we have any r- lip readers in the house?" And it just went on and on, and nobody knew how to read lips. And then there's this guy named Shanzi288. And he says, I'm a lip reader, and this is what he said. Now, Shanzi288, I don't know if you're listening to this. I doubt very seriously you are. But if you are lying about this, I have never met you, but I will never forgive you in my lifetime if you are lying. But he says, he says, I'm a lip reader, and this is what Ben said. Stephanie? Juliet. I was the one driving the bus. Oh, 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 oh. And I'll tell you what, even if he didn't say it, I like it. That was awesome. And I I, I really wished that that <laughs> Josh says, "Whoa." <laughs> and Rachel says, "No." I'm reading the forum chats here. Yeah, it totally blew me away. Would that or would that not be awesome if that's exactly what he said? Right. And wouldn't it be cool in the future if we actually get a flashback to that scene and Juliet actually lied? And we find out what he really did, uh, lied to Jack, and we find out what he really did say during those moments. And and if and if it comes out, he says, listen, I'm the one who killed him. I'm the one who brought you here. Right. I, you know, and if you think we would, we were that interested in getting you here, uh, you just better watch it. I mean, just something I could just imagine. So anyway, uh, there was that. And, and that was like, Oh my goodness for me. So I tell you, that's the fun of reading the forums if you have time to do so. And I don't, but I'm doing it anyway. Because uh, that's that's how devoted I am to our audience. Anyway, how long has Juliet been on the island? This is another forum thread that's out there. And a lot of people are, are doing some math. And um, let's see here. Did, did we do... Did we do are that? they doing math or are they doing roundabout might have been maybe fit missed a couple did i not keep the part I, I didn't play the part where she said how long i've been on the island did i 
Um, anyway, here here's the situation. I think you you played the what did he say, which I don't think tells how long she he, she's been there. Well, people, there are a lot of people who are really avid about the math and all the date number of days on the island. They know when the crash is, and they can pretty much guess how many days have passed since the last time they've actually officially revealed what day it was, and all of those things. And according to Juliet's figures, which were, I've been on this island for three years, Jack. Three years, two months, and 28 days. She's been on the island, if you do the math, they say, since September 11th, 2001. It's a... Does it say exactly, or does it say roundabout September 11th? I don't know. It, it well, they said around the time of September 11th, given because it's not quite certain exactly what day it is when she said that. Okay, where'd you go? Who was that who just said same time as Desmond? Here. Who was that? Uh, yeah, De- it I, was I, there, and now it's gone. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I apologize. That's okay. Do, do, do. I said that five minutes ago. Okay, no. Said. Somebody just said it just now. Okay. Um. Anyway, but yeah, Des- Desmond's been on the island. Oh, we have for... a request to talk. Let- let's see who wants to add. Oh, we had it. Okay, it's Josh. Okay, Josh, Josh, Josh. And uh, we are... Josh, you're live. Go ahead. Uh, that, that was me that said that in the, uh, the chat room. I, I guess other people said it too, but... Okay. Uh, I just thought that was cool. No, but, that, that is cool, and that's something that I didn't catch, although I've known for how long that he's been there for three years. So, it, it was Josh, and then when he said something else, his thing shrinked, and that's where it went. Very cool. Well, thank you, Josh, and to all the other uh, participants that are out there in the chat room. And I'm sorry for any that I didn't see it when you said it, but um, Cliff isn't only letting me look at the, the chat client periodically. Oh, because... <laughs> I'm not well, allowed to just sit here and read it because i'm distracted okay well that's when they were saying funny stuff about me that was hilarious (laughs) cliff's not reading the script anyway um where was i so another person says listen in the forum in that same thread it says that makes sense to me i always thought it was funny how when the hatch timer in in the uh swan station reset to 108 several times throughout season two you briefly see 911 as the last three digits or three numbers just before they flipped back to 108. Now, and of course, uh, you know, a lot of people out there uh, may or may have not seen that. I personally did not pick up on that, but if that was their intention to some way tie in the lost experience and the Valenzetti equations and major events and predicting those things and all of those other things, if they're actually going to bring some of that crud in, then I believe, and I called the Lost Experience crud. I'm sorry. If you're a fan of the Lost Experience, I apologize. I I despise it with a passion. But I'm not going to go too deeply into that, so we'll move right along. Did Juliet lie about what Ben told her? This is what Rodimus, let's see, Rodimus Ben wrote. Stephanie, why don't you read that one? Okay. I have a strong suspicion that Juliet lied about what Ben said to her. I think he... I think he said something completely different, probably something um, coercive or threatening. After all, he had just been awake to hear that Juliet wanted to kill him. Then, because of that conversation, she decided to betray his wishes by letting Sawyer and Kate leave. Even Pickett said, Ben would rather die than let those two get away. 
And he was probably absolutely right. Pickett probably knew Ben well enough and distrusted Juliet enough to know she was lying. Okay, I totally was reading the chat room. Okay, no, I'm not finished. Oh, I'm I had to turn the page. So I can actually catch yep. up and find out what you're actually yep. reading. Um, Go ahead. Now she can just make <laughs> up a story about Sawyer or Kate shooting Pickett since the only other witnesses were Alex and Carl, and they're not likely to tattle on her. I do believe that Juliet has lied uh, and, and that Ben said something other than I'm going to let you go. And I agree that, that Pickett probably would know that Ben would rather die than to let those two get away. The only thing is, is that Ben knew that his life was on the line. So I, I I'm, I'm up in the air. Did I he... think, I think they're counting on the fact that Jack can't just let him die. Okay, very cool. I, I do, which would be very hard. Excuse me, which would be something that would be very hard for Jack to do. Gotcha. Well, anyway, um, the that's the end on that topic. Unless somebody else wants to request a chat, and I'm gonna switch back over to the chat view. Uh, I'm sorry, request the talk view and uh, and nothing there yet. So we're moving on to the last exploring the mystery item that I have on my agenda. And uh, let's see here. It is the purple sky quote. Now, when Jack was asked why they didn't just take Ben off the island, Tom's response was, ever since the sky turned purple, and all of a sudden they were interrupted. And I blood so want to hear the rest of that sentence. Yeah. I mean, what happened? You know, did they have they lost contact with the outside world and all of those things? Very, that was such a tease. And you know what? I'm actually glad that those kind of things are back because it 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 leaves you begging for more. And that's exactly what I love about Lost. They gave us a lot, but yet they still leave a lot of questions. And Josh has a comment that he wants to share with us. Josh, you're online. Go right ahead. Yeah, I can't take credit for this. They talked about it on, on Jan Jack, but they said that if they couldn't take him off the island because the sky went purple, if that's the reason, the sky went purple when they were taking Jack, Kate, and Sawyer away, or when they had already captured them, so that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, that, that, so that, that wouldn't have been a problem previously. Absolutely. In fact, uh, he, he, you make a valid point. The fact is, is that this, the sky didn't turn purple until the failsafe. It wasn't really the counting down. Okay, and so, okay. Well, anyway, you you make a valid point and absolutely correct. This is Jeff Gentry. Jeff Gentry, you're online. Go ahead. Oh well, I was just gonna say they mentioned when they had Sawyer on the table that when the sky went purple, it killed all their communications. Maybe they couldn't get a outside ship or whatever transportation that they use. They couldn't call for that because the communications were fried. Maybe that's the reason. That that's a very good point as well. That I I like that. Oh, I I don't like those theories because all of those theories tend to make me think that Walt and, and Michael are still out there floating around the island somewhere. I have no doubt that they're still squirting around in circles. I know, but I don't want him to come back. <laughs> So sorry. Well, everybody, that's uh, anyway. that's all we have for our character analysis and exploring the mystery. Don't feel bad if you have uh, additional things or insights you want to bring in. Uh, we're going to have a listener feedback in just a moment. But before that, we want to go to Lost in the News. Lost in the News. Okay, can we just take a break from uh, Lost for just a moment? And I know people hate this, but I have to admit, I that it was the funniest Mac commercial to date. 
And the only reason this is loss related is because for for us here locally, and I'm sure for everybody else in the United States, Apple paid for an advertisement during the commercial breaks of Lost. And I have to share this commercial. Well, I mean, I was getting the audio clips anyway, and so I got this. Hello, I'm a Mac. Mac has issued a salutation, cancel or allow. Allow, and I'm a PC. You're returning Mac salutation, cancel or allow? Allow. Okay, what gives? Mac is asking a question, cancel or allow? Allow. He's part of Vista, my new operating system. PCs have a lot of security problems, so he asked me to authorize pretty much anything I do. You're pointing out Vista's flaws, cancel or allow? Allow. I could turn him off, but then he wouldn't give me any warnings at all, and that would defeat the purpose, so. You are coming to a sad realization, cancel or allow? <laughs> allow. Wow, I like that. I love their commercials. They have the best commercials, and I'm glad I have a brand new Vista machine that I'm getting ready to unpackage for our our, uh, system here. But anyway, um, that being said, they have some of the best, the best commercials, and their marketing is is fabulous. And uh, you're coming to a sad, uh, a sad realization. Realization. Cancel or allow. And I so can see that fitting into a future. You know, it's like, I'm addicted to... Hi, my name is Cliff. I'm addicted to loss. You're coming to a sad realization. Cancel or allow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I just thought that was great. All right. We have a message. This is uh, from, was forwarded by Nelson Ray, and it said, we should all sign up for Lost University. And I'm, I'm not familiar with what the story is. I've meant to have time to read it. I'll put show notes in the show notes. If you go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com, Click on Weekly Lost Podcast. In this episode's show notes, there will be a link to an article from USA Today uh, where it talked about people who are actually getting, I believe, college credit for studying Lost. Now, I'm going to ask anybody in the forum that's dialed in, if you if you know anything about this article and what it's actually talking about, can you request the talk right now? And we'll give it, uh, let's say, 10 seconds because I know sometimes it, it takes a second. Okay, so nobody there has read it. Not a problem. What I'll do is I'm going to go ahead and post it in the show notes uh, for this episode. And I'm going to ask any of our listeners who plan on joining us live next week during the Lost in the News segment, please come back and tell us what that is, what that's all about. All righty, and um, let's see here. Does anybody? That's that's really all the. I love the way news. he signed his email. Who? Oh, this may the may the, This is from Nelson Ray, and he says, "May the love of God continually interrupt your day." I love that. That was very cool. That was very cool. Now there is something that is lost in the news related, and I'll see if I can just pull it up by streaming it here. I did not download it. This is what happens when Cliff tries to do too much, actually. And uh, oh my gosh, you have to sign into Yahoo. Hold on. Cliff EOTC. So I know you're getting ready to talk about this fantasy um, loss yeah. game. Yes. But back to, you know, reality. Um, we, we got a loss game for Christmas. Are we ever going to play it? Um, yeah. Sometime, <laughs> I'm sure, we'll have in between the nine podcasts. Hear from your theories about oh, wait, hold on. To tell you about the fantasy loss game at playwithtv.com. To play, simply create an account and each week pick the character that you think will score the most points during the next episode. To make the game more challenging, you cannot pick the character being featured in the next episode. You receive points each time your character says or does certain things. For instance, let's say you chose Sawyer. Every time Sawyer uses a nickname, you get one point. Every time he gets hit or hits somebody, you get two points. And every time he is seen reading some kind of literature, you get three points. 
That's about it. For more scoring information and to start playing, go to playwithtv.com. Thank you, and good luck. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention. Prizes will be given to the player with the most points at the end of the season. Okay, what was it, playwithtv.com? I don't know. I wasn't listening. I was thinking about... If you're listening to this on your computer or iPod or other portable media device, just back that up a couple seconds and and, and, and there. So Chris, and I think he's from yourtheories.com, it has created this whole game. I know he was working on it all through the hiatus. Congratulations to him. I am not a fantasy role-playing game or football fantasy stuff. I don't know how any of that stuff works, but if you're interested in that kind of stuff, he's created one devoted to Lost, and I encourage you to check it out if that's your thing. All right, now, I am done with Lost. Does anybody else have Lost in the news? Do you know of somebody that's being getting ready to be interviewed on television that uh, you want to tell people about? Do you know anything else outside of uh, spoilers? No spoilers, uh, but anything else in the, in the news? Do, 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 do. Okay, no request to talk, so we are getting ready to move right along. Okay. And, oh, hey, here's the fun part of our show. It is, let me find it, hold on, it is right here. Listener feedback. It's lost in the news, baby. Oh, crap. All right, uh, <laughs> listener feedback. Yes. Colonel Locke, is this line secure? Line secure, go ahead. Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Toy. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. Alrighty, this is the portion of the show where those who are dialed in have the opportunity to contribute anything they want to share regarding uh, this episode right now and then uh, anything else you want to share. The only thing is for the listener feedback, you cannot discuss any speculation about future episodes or spoilers. We will have a spoiler segment at the end of this show. The first, per- oh wow, check this out. We've got some people that are requesting the chat or requesting the talk. For those of you who are listening on your computer, uh, basically what we're going to ask you to do is to, if you want to, just for a few minutes, call in for this part of the show. Uh, up in the top right-hand corner of your web client, there's a thing that says dial info. It'll tell you the phone number to dial and what your what the TalkCast ID that you need to punch in. Don't forget to hit the pound sign after that and your PIN number. So we, we ask you to dial in if you want to contribute to our listener feedback. And Joss, uh, you are the first person up, sir. Go right ahead. What do you got for us? Um, I only saw... Uh Thanks. I only saw the episode once, so I don't know if this is um, right, but at the beginning of the episode, it seems like Ethan is coming out of um, Juliet's sister's room. He is. So I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's you know, important. Because she didn't seem, she didn't think it was very strange that some random person was coming out of her sister's room. So I just thought I'd throw that out there and see what you guys think. Thanks. Okay, thank okay, you very I thought, much. I, I thought that it was strange that she didn't find it strange like obviously her sister is in a place where people are going in and checking on her and so yeah i I don't think that juliet is the only one caring for was the only one caring for her but she's the only one giving her the injection secret injection well well, here's here's my theory on this okay my theory is that she in in the beginning of the episode where they pass where ethan comes out ethan is 
undercover as a nurse, or maybe he actually right. works. That's for this. when they're doing their their research. Exactly, right. but the but the situation is this: that um, I believe that at that point in the episode, Rachel is actually in a healthcare facility, and she is being treated for the cancer or whatever it is. But at the same time, Juliet is sneaking in to treat her to try to help her to to bear to, to to bear children and so it wasn't it it didn't seem so odd to her because obviously the it, you know with her being a patient in this facility nurses are going to be coming in and going and and there was some discussion did she recognize Ethan or didn't she but that was the people the people that said I think she really recognized him was the people who said that she was actually on the island and that the Miami uh uh Skyline was a fake through the window. Uh, I disagree with that completely. I believe she did not recognize Ethan. Uh, she noticed him. He says hi to her, but just as any nurse that would come out after checking her charts, blood pressure, and all that other stuff would walk out. So that's that's my own personal feeling on that. And uh, one of the things that Kim, good things coming, uh, also known as Kim Soo Chung, uh, pointed out in our forum uh, the other day is that. There was a lamp in that facility uh, which looked like a... Well, first of all, it, there was a lamp or there was something up on the nightstand that was octagon shaped and seemingly had like a yin-yang symbol in it. It looked very Dharma-esque. So, anyway. Well, I think we already know that Dharma rules the world. Dharma rules the world. Okay, Rachel Zisi Lisi, uh, also a fellow podcaster, and she does a podcast called The Sims 2 Challenge, which you can find on TalkShoe.com and do a uh, search for Sims. And uh, Rachel, what do you got for us? Hey, thanks for the plug. Hey, no problem. I'm all about shameless plugs. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully it's all right because I don't have anything to base this on really, but it, I don't think it's a spoiler. It's just an idea that I that I came up with when I was watching the show. Um, when Ben woke up, for some reason, I just got this feeling like he wasn't entirely human, and I've been thinking about it, and it's it almost seems like they are kind of like the Borg from Star Trek in a way, <laughs> if you're familiar with them. Absolutely, that's like great. they have some sort of technology built into them because they're super strong, and like if, if he woke up, then... Cause, uh, <laughs> Jack said that he's or he's not an anesthesiologist, but maybe he did, in fact, figure it out right. But because of some sort of the superpowers that they have, that's why he wasn't fully sedated. Wow, I really like that, Rachel. And and I've never thought that Ben was completely human, so I can agree <laughs> with that. No, there there was talk about Ethan, the fact that this guy was so strong. Troy says Ben picked up the bus and threw it at Juliet's husband. I love that. I love that. That's hilarious. But no, I think I think that this will go down as the Borg theory. And and we'll mm-hmm. have to consistently remember in the back of our mind if the, this all ends and they are the Borg. Uh, that that we will have to come back and credit Rachel Z C Lisi for exposing the entire Dharma plot. Okay, next up we have uh, let's see, assimilate now. She says, <laughs> Fred from Long Island, New York. Fred, it is good to hear from you, sir. What do you got for us? Uh, I want to uh, talk a little bit about now. I I I sent you a link to that preview 
they had in our local paper, and they mentioned how that whole scene with Carl kind of shows the others to be a cult. And it occurred to me that really what we're seeing right now is still not really a cult. Uh, it seems still more like maybe they were trying to reprogram him scientifically. Can you uh, maybe talk about that a little bit? No, I can't, because I, I unfortunately did not read that article, but why don't you talk about it? Okay. Well, basic, I mean, that's, that's basically my, my whole thing is, it's not a big deal, but we see, uh, you know, the flashing lights and everything, and immediately we're like, oh, this is a cult. But I think we could still be talking about people who have a, a rational reason for what they're doing. You know, they're all about social engineering and all kinds of basically, you know, controlling the world, uh, using the numbers to save the world, all that kind of stuff. So that that's basically what I wanted to say. I think it's a kind of a too soon to jump and say they're a cult and Jacob is their leader and they're following him blindly. Very cool. Well, thank you, Fred, for bringing that up. And I, I want to say, first I want to say thank you for emailing me a link to that story. And I want to say I'm sorry for not getting a chance to ever read it. It's 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 out there in my inbox along with about 300 emails. So I apologize I didn't get to that. But I, that, that's neat. I totally missed everything he just said. Well, he's saying that basically... You, know, you want to know what I was thinking? What were you thinking? I, I was wondering if his wife thinks he's talking to himself. Oh, his imaginary friends. Absolutely. <laughs> but here's the situation. I don't think that they're a cult um, unless you consider Walden to B.F. Skinner's um, utopian society people a cult. And I guess some people would consider that a cult. But I think it's entirely possible that they are trying to create some kind of utopian society of people that, that will live you know, at peace with one another, but I don't understand why they need so many tasers and shotguns and everything yeah, else. That's but, the whole, you can't walk around and say we're not the enemy and sporting a rifle on your back. Absolutely. Yeah. Next up, we have Troy Price. Now, Troy Price also has his own podcast, and he does that on TalkShoe. I'll let him mention the name of his show, and you can do a search for it at TalkShoe.com. But uh, Troy, Troy, you're from Pikeville, Kentucky. You are on live. What's the name of your podcast? I've got two. One is for crossword puzzle enthusiasts, and the other is how to make $100 on the Internet. So you can search for both of those. Very make good. Sure, am I live? Am I live? You're live. Are Go we all live now? Go ahead. Oh, yes, okay. live. Very funny. <laughs> Moving right along. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, what do you okay. got for us? I think the most interesting thing that, uh, from the episode is why is Kate and Sawyer so uh, important to Ben? Uh, with Sawyer, I don't know, but maybe there, here's some speculation with Kate. And it goes back to that breakfast scene that, you know, she got the special be breakfast for the next two weeks was going to be difficult, okay? And from the uh, Official Lost podcast, they kind of alluded to that we're assuming that she went straight from the beach to the cage. It could have been a two-week, you know, departure. You know, Sawyer could have been in the cage for two weeks, and then Kate pops along. All righty? So what happened in those two weeks? It could be that uh, Carl's brainwashing room was being used by Kate, and she was brainwashed, strapped in that chair, and the straps were what, you know, chafed her wrist. And we're assuming that they were just the handcuffed what do you think okay thank you very much and and we'll talk about that here um i i think that's an interesting theory 
However, I completely disagree with the two weeks. Now, I don't think for I don't even think for a second that we go straight from the breakfast table to the cage. But I completely disagree with the two weeks because Sawyer would have asked more questions. Where have you been? You've been gone for days. What have they been doing to you? I mean, I think that that she still had strawberry breath. Um, that's a clear indication to me that's very that true. they wrote that in. That that says um, she had strawberries that day. Uh, so that's another proof to me. While, but I do agree that something happened between the breakfast scene and the the cage, and something horrible happened, and there was those chafing of the wrists from the handcuffs as as a result of whatever happened. Stephanie, what if her wrists are because she's trying to fight off the fertility injections because her womb <gasps> is not yet messed up by the time of the time shift of the island that is awesome stephanie thanks that just popped in my head you totally rock and and troy you I, i'll tell you what even though i completely disagree with with that theory i have to give you credit for that bringing for bringing that up because that brought stephanie to that and i really like that 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 the that she was fighting off the engine Ooh, i like that thanks Oh, man, that rocks. Okay, so next up we have April, and uh, she is on the line. April, where are you calling from? I'm in Tennessee. In Tennessee. And what do you got for us today? My first... Okay, we lost April, unfortunately. It looks like her phone connection cut out. I am so sorry, April. As a matter of fact, if you dial back in, April, I will certainly put you right into this show i promise you uh i'm gonna give anybody else that wants to give some listener feedback uh just a moment to do that we're gonna do a gspn podcast network update and we're then going to go into a uh spoiler coming she up typed on up her Lest. thought there if you want to read it will you read it for well, us it only goes half i can't see it all okay i got it she said my thought was that the room carl was uh, a okay, it was a psychological experiment. I agree with that. In fact, um, I believe that they probably had Walt in a similar in a in that facility, and I believe that actually, um, what I thought of when I saw Carl in this whole scenario, this in room twenty three, um, with the goggles on and the loud music, I'm thinking of. Sensory deprivation, sensory overload, and all of these other... Oh, she's even (laughs) writing it as I'm saying it. That is so weird. So I'm thinking that um, Walt was probably in room 13, or or, I'm sorry, room uh, 8 or 4, one of those lower rooms that would have been on a lower level where there would have been maybe a swimming pool in that room and you're tossed in there and you're held underwater in a sensory deprivation chamber. And that is why he was able to use his psychic ability to bilocate to another area and that's why he was dripping wet. And I I said that early on last season that it was a sensory deprivation chamber and that he was in a pool of uh, held in a pool of water in some kind of chamber, and and this scene kind of supports, in my mind, that theory. Okay. Very good. Thank you very much, April. And I'm so sorry that your phone cut out on us. And uh, we are going to move right along. I do have a quick, real quick, uh, generally speaking, podcast network update. 
This is a Generally Speaking Podcast Network update. Okay, as we said early on in this show, this podcast is recorded live on TalkShoe.com. Yes, Stephanie, I said live. And it's recorded every Friday night at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Time. We totally want everybody who has the ability to join us to join us. There are directions. If you follow the link that says GSPN Live Shows from our website, there it'll explain exactly how uh, there are the 10 people who are actually dialed in by phone. And over the course of this show, we've had about 30 or 40 people in the chat room listening, streaming live. And there are actually people who don't have this software uh, hooked up, and they're actually listening, streaming live from the TalkShoe page that we don't even see them in this room. And statistics from TalkShoe say there's usually twice as many people doing that than are in the room. So we have somewhere close to 60 to 70 people in here listening to us live. We want you to be a part of that. And so we encourage you to go and find out how you can participate every Friday night in this live show. And we will continue to do the weekly Lost Podcast um, live now. And we'll continue to do Thursday morning. You're still going to be able to wake up and get your uh, GSPN uh, initial reaction to the episode. All right. And then let's see here. Stephanie, you want to tell them about a brand new podcast that was just launched last night? What was this? Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Kim. I'm totally starting to fall asleep here. Okay. So, last night we launched the first ever, um, generally speaking, podcast network, Grey's Anatomy podcast. That's and right. So, I, I am excited. I mean, I, I'm really tired right now, but I'm really excited. And... um. And I, I want to say, okay. Unless go, no. if you have your thought, go ahead. It's gone. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you already made it go bye bye. No, you, you seemed that it was gone before I said anything. <laughs> but if you have it, come back and tell us. Um, I want to just point out that it is the very first, and and trust me, that I've, we know of. No, I, I've done a lot of research. Okay. I've asked a lot of Grey's Anatomy fa- fans on Grey's Anatomy online, Grey's Anatomy all the different forums out there. I've asked people. And they have all basically said no. There's no podcast, a fan, no podcast out there done by fans completely 100% devoted to Grey's Anatomy. Uh, there is TV Squad and a couple other people out there that talk about TV in general in their episodes, but no feed specifically for Grey's Anatomy only. Uh, but this is a this is just like we're doing the weekly Lost podcast. It is the weekly Grey's Anatomy fan podcast. Absolutely, and um, so. It it started last night. Um, Kim and I, um, good things coming here on on the uh, chat room. Yeah, that's what it's called. Chat room um, are the host. We let Cliff sit in because he has graciously offered to produce the show, and um, we just you know chatted up about Grays. And you guys did a wonderful job for your very first episode, and I'm looking forward. Thank you. Uh, if you if you go back and listen to the very first two or three episodes of of this show, we've we're come better a, than that. We, we we're a little bit better than we were then, 
and I can't wait to see where you guys are six months down the road from now. It's going to be fabulous. Thank you. And there are like two billion lost podcasts that are done by fans and only one Grey's Anatomy. So if you guys are out there and you like Grey's Anatomy, you have to check it out. And please give them time to grow into a format and uh, a structure for their show, and it will be wonderful. Kim, I'm going to let you share your thoughts on that real quick, if you don't mind myself putting you on the spot. Go right ahead. Oh, my. Um, actually, you guys, I did share kind of a lost Grey's Anatomy theory last night. It was I was trying to make a connection between a little girl that was on the show being one of the daughters and... The only way it could be possible is if, if, if it was in the show Lost. So I guess, you know, I tried. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy is not Lost. No. Although they both have a Dr. Burke and they both have a Dr. Shepard. And um, there was, oh no, wrong show. Um, there was something else I was thinking the other day. But granted, they're, they're very two different types of show. Yep. And so, uh, Kim, thank you very much. And, oh, I'm sorry, Kim's wanting to say something else. Go ahead, Kim. Hello? Yeah, Hello. Go, I'm sorry, Kim. Go ahead. <laughs> Mute me. You are muted, unmuted. <laughs> Welcome to the world of the muted. <laughs> I just wanted to say that as of yesterday before the Grey's Anatomy podcast, if you did a search in iTunes for Grey's Anatomy, there are nine podcasts that show up, and they all do a little bit of chat about Grey's Anatomy. Obviously, because, you know, there weren't a lot of people subscribed as of yesterday morning. We were ranked number nine out of nine. And tonight, after a bunch of people have found out about it, we are ranked number three. So I think that's really cool. Rock on. That is totally I, awesome. I'm so glad that you are partnering. Partnering. <laughs> I should so go to bed. You'll get to go in just yeah, a moment. What, what's that word, Club? Partnering. <laughs> okay. With me in this because... I would not have any idea how to go and check that out. And that's just not information that I have time to know. But it, it is very cool. It's very cool. It's information that I want to know, but it's not, 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 it. I mean, I had such a jam-packed day. I don't know where you found the time to, to get that. Oh, that's because she just doesn't do any work. Oh, I thought it was because you oh. stayed up all night. I, <laughs> Isn't that right, Kim Su John? <laughs> I'm talking about around the house. Thank you, thank you for clarifying that. Well, well, tonight is her night that her son's away, so exactly. There, there's, you know, my kids never go away. Alrighty, thank you very much, Kim, and and you guys do need to check out, even if you're not a Grey's Anatomy fan, which uh, it's if you're listening to this we podcast, had a lot of fun, and you've been listening to me for the last 13 months, you know that I have consistently talked about my distaste for that show i am now a converted i love that Grey's anatomy fan. i absolutely love that that he has been uh, anybody would know that he has talked negatively about the show without viewing one episode since the beginning he watches one and he's hooked hooked i tell you it, it's awesome very cool and so i want to uh now I'm, I'm seeing some stuff in here and uh Somebody saying talk, talk mention lost chicks. So I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, Fred, let's see what you're saying. What Fred? What do you want to say about lost chicks? I don't know. I guess I'm wrong. What? He thought that Kim was the Kim from Lost Chicks, but she's not. 
Oh, okay. I'm sorry. She's that, writing it in all caps now. I am not the Kim from Lost Chicks. No, that is not the Kim. That Kim from Lost Chicks is go, goes by Gracie's mom, and uh, she is she actually went and started her own forum over at <laughs> Lost uh, Lost. No, um, what are they called, guys? Help me out. They're Lost. Uh, Lost Freaks. Lostfreaks.com. So go check them out. And uh, she also does her own podcast called Lost Chick or yeah, Lost Chicks. I, I get so confused with all the the different chicks and lost and things. So yeah, but anyway, but oh, I no. love Fred. And uh, let's see here. He's great. Uh, so lost. Oh, and Grey's Anatomy. By the way, that is also a what kind of show, Stephanie? Weekly. And it's also what else? I feel like I'm taking a quiz. It's L I V E. It's live. It's live. And matter of fact, it's every. And it's not weekly because it's only. On it, we will only be live um, immediately following a new episode of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, so anytime there is a new episode of Grey's Anatomy, ten fifteen Eastern Time, nine fifteen Central Time. <laughs> that's right. And so uh, check that out. And Fernie wants to say something here. And Fernie, you are online. Go right ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say I liked yesterday's Grey's Anatomy podcast for you guys. It was pretty funny. Wow. Thank you. Uh, I wish you guys live, but I'm West Coast, so. Now you know we did have we did have one person on um, the West Coast who was listening live before viewing the episode. Now I told them that they were crazy, but oh, especially since the first. I mean, and we can't give spoilers here because right. there's still maybe some people who have DVR'd it. But like you get you guys I mean, immediately we, the first ten seconds of the show is like away the, end. the ending. And it's like totally ruined for that person. So, but that was that was their own choice. Yes, it was, and, and they understood that. And uh, yeah, anyway, Stephanie, do, do you see who's next in line to chat? Do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. It's it's our good friend Barbara Bird. Is that her? It little is name Barbara. There? Barbara. Hey, baby. Stephanie, I'm so sad. <laughs> it's Barbara. She made it. I, I, we you, haven't. You forgot me just that fast. Well, no, I never knew your screen name. She's never been able to uh, see a live chat. That's yeah, because right, Cliff does all the talking, so you probably wouldn't know. Yeah, and he he went out and he got me this nice new flat panel monitor. Yeah, monitor, and so now I can see people's screen names and. Yeah, I never knew that was your screen name. Stephanie. I apologize. Stephanie, Barbara, Barbara, well, Stephanie. Congratulations on your Grey's Anatomy podcast. Thank you. And I cannot wait to listen to it because I, of course, because Cliff knows I'm slow, <laughs> I ended up listening to the Lost podcast today. So I was like, oh, Stephanie, oh, and I missed it. So I will be list- I will be calling you next Thursday. Sweet. Okay. That will be After awesome. Grey's Anatomy. That will be awesome. And next Thursday, I'm going to take a nap. So I will be ready to go. That is awesome. But I'm definitely calling in at 10.15 to talk about Grey's Anatomy. That will be so cool. I'm so glad that you watched the show. That is that is very awesome. Barbara, it is so great to hear from you. And uh, let's see here. The, the next thing I just want to mention is now uh, we have, uh, you know, a couple weeks back we mentioned that there is the possibility of uh, joining our GSPN monthly support team. And those are the people who will actually uh, contribute, or uh, I'm sorry, commit to giving a certain amount on a monthly basis. And in, if you go to our website, generallyspeakingpodcast.com, in the menu at the bottom, there's a PayPal donate button. If you click that, it doesn't take you off our site. It just takes you to a page that explains how you can contribute to our show. Now, Stephanie and I 
as <laughs> of right now, are producing seven podcasts. Two of the three of them are weekly. One of them is daily because uh, My Crazy Life is now a daily podcast. Because we have nothing better to do. We're producing at least nine podcast episodes a week, and we are loving it. Absolutely. But uh, obviously, there are expenses that are incurred for operating nine. A minimum of nine podcast episodes a week. We want to continue to do it. We want. We actually want to do more. We're crazy. We I don't actu- need to be anonymous, Kim. We, we will. We will gladly admit our addiction to podcasting. We are totally addicted to podcasting. I want to do this full time eventually. I, I do. That's our goal. And we currently have fifteen GSPN monthly supporters, and that's happened since January one, and we are so grateful for that. Um, that equates to about $56 a month after PayPal gets their little portion of it. And just so you know, you can you can actually contribute as little as $3 per month. And I think I worked it out that's like $0.08 cents an episode if you listen to our all-inclusive feed. So, I mean, it's, it's really inexpensive. Uh, our goal to actually cover our monthly expenses, we need to get to 100 monthly supporters. I'm not going to go beyond that. I know in the past, I you know, Cliff gets a bad rap in the Sorry. in the forums, uh, other places, and on the iTunes review that all I do is beg beg for money. Uh, if you are unable to contribute financially, we ask you not to do so. But if you are able to let go of three or five dollars a month to help support what we're doing here, we greatly appreciate it. And and I tell you that everything we've ever done here has all happened because of the support of our listeners. And now recently we've partnered with TalkShoe.com, who is actually helping to get some advertising, small little 10-second clips at the beginning of our show. That helps us buy some equipment. But it's the monthly supporters. We need 100 of those so that we can cover the monthly operating expenses. TalkShoe and the advertising, that money's not guaranteed to come in. If we have people who sign up to do the PayPal recurring donations, that helps us to say, hey, at least we know this money's coming in. So that's all I have to say about that. And now, guys, this is the time for those of you who hate the spoilers. It's time for you to hang up the phone. It's time for you to shut off your live stream of our show because we are now going to talk about what's coming up on Lost. This isn't what was supposed to happen. What's going to happen? Supposed to happen. I know. Because you don't know what's gonna happen. You know what? We're not gonna find out. Don't you wanna know? This is Lost Away Bonnie from Lost.about.com with this week's Lost Preview. The next episode is called Flashes Before Your Eyes and will be on this Wednesday at 10 p.m. on ABC. ABC synopsis reads, A suspicious and determined Hurley enlists Charlie to help him wrangle the truth out of Desmond, who has been acting strangely ever since the implosion of the hatch. So, you remember that Desmond mentioned a speech to Hurley that hadn't happened yet. That was in the third episode of the season, Further Instructions. Then, when Hurley was making fruit salad and about to leave the shelter, Desmond told him to wait a minute. A minute later, lightning that would have struck Claire's shelter struck a golf club contraption that Desmond had built. That was in the fourth episode, Every Man for Himself. From the previews, it looks like things keep happening to Claire and Desmond keeps saving her. I think this might make feelings develop between the two of them, which of course will upset Charlie. The flashbacks will be from Desmond and we might even get to see why he can apparently see the future. The promo photos show an older woman that looks to be of some significance in Desmond's life. 
Also in this episode, we'll finally get to see Penny Widmore again. Last time we saw her, she was on the phone and being told that they had found the island. We'll also see her father, Charles Widmore. To learn more about either one of them or about the next episode, Flashes Before Your Eyes, please visit lost.about.com. I also have some pretty cool pictures from the episode. This is Lost Away, Bonnie Koval, staying lost a little later. Thank you very much, Bonnie, from lost.about.com. And if you guys want to read some very interesting stuff related to Lost, she does a great online column uh, devoted to the show. Now, as far as Lost spoilers go, I have a wonderful segment here, and I got uh, Bonnie's little... Uh, bit that she put together for us, but I have nothing else. I know there's a lot of stuff out there. Does anybody want to share anything before we close it out? You have 10 seconds before we uh, do that, and everybody's saying no, nothing here. And so, Stephanie, I think that's going to wrap up our show for this week. Very good. I I so want to appreciate say how much I appreciate all the different people here that have joined us live i mean this i'm i'm scrolling down the chat room and i'm just guessing about 30 to 40 people in here and um that's just simply amazing and i know listening live outside of this the people who didn't get a chance to download the software so that they could join us in here and dial in and everything uh they usually say that that's twice as many people listening that way than here we're we're blown away and we want to eventually just get hundreds of people to join us and with this being our first episode like this 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 is this is promising so thank you very much this is amazing we we love you guys we can't tell you that enough stephanie i guess that's pretty much all we have isn't it yeah all right well until next week stay, stay lost, lost. You have been listening to the weekly Lost edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. If you would like to contribute to our weekly podcast, simply click on the PayPal Donate button on our website at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Join us next week for another edition of Generally Speaking. Thanks for listening. All right, that's the end of the show. And I'm, I still got the recorder going, but what do you...